0: great and wonderful people. Praise the Lord. Another wonderful opportunity that God has given us as we bring to a close our topic on testing God. Is testing God a good idea or a bad idea? I am so sure God has been able to guide us and to help us even as we went through that topic for the last two weeks. And it is my prayer that now you know what you should do. When you test God, be prepared for the repercussions. There are instances where God tells us to test him, but we should do it in humility, and we should do it in full surrender, knowing that God is shoveling, and what matters most in our lives is not our way, but rather the will of God. And today I want us to sum it up by looking at uh, how often when we test God, we end up being the ones who are tested. And we have so many examples in the scriptures that shows people who decided to test God and they ended up finding themselves in the test. How would this happen? This would happen, for instance, when you do something to God expecting uh, something to happen in return. And uh, unfortunately, it happens the opposite. But God still expects you to trust him and to continue holding on to your faith in him very good example is Gideon, and I know when it comes to testing God, we always give the story of Gideon and the freeze. You can read that story in the book of Judges, chapter 6 and chapter 7, how God appeared to Gideon in hiding, and he was telling him, As much as you are hiding, I know you have the strength that you do not know that you have, and I will use you to save my people Israel. You don't give all the excuses. I'm the least in my father's house. How do you expect me to do that? But God told him it's okay. I will use you and I will be together with you. And because he was not so sure, he decided to test God. And you remember what he told God? I'm going to put a freeze outside. And then what I just want to be so sure that it is you, let, make sure that the freeze is wet in the morning where, where everywhere else is dry. And that is what happened. The scripture says that in the morning, there was enough uh, dew on the freeze, even to fill a bowl. eh? And everywhere else, it was dry. And of course, the test was uh, reversed the following day, where he told God, now I want the freeze to be dry, everywhere else is wet. And that is what happened. But you know something, that was not the end. And I know we like uh, bringing the story to an end there. What we do not know, that by the by virtue of Gideon testing God, God also decided him, it's okay, let's see how you will do it. Go out to war. And he gathered himself over 30,000 men to go and fight. God told him, no, it will not be done like that. Those men are so many. I will give you victory with a very few men. Of course, he had a number go away. He was left with another 20-something thousand. God told him those are still so many until the number reduced to only 300 men. 300 men facing an army of thousands. That's a little test, I can assure you. Yes, that moment you give and you trust in God to come through for you in a certain way. But instead of things going north for you, instead of the abundance and the surplus that you are trusting God for, things head south. Now God wants you to trust him even in the the, the few, the fewer that you have. Yeah, that is a real test. You also know the story of Jephthah. Again, he was an Israeli judge. The same thing happened. He was not so sure that he had the ability to lead Israel into victory when they were fighting with the Ammonites. And what happened? Uh, He reached out to God. God, surely, surely, if only you come through for me, for for me in this, if only you help me win this war. I'm going to give you whatever comes from my house. He was not so sure that God will give him the victory. And let me tell you, God did it for him. He gave him the victory. And now the test came because whatever came to meet Jeffrah, maybe it is not that the, the animals that he was expecting, it was his own only daughter. And Jeff, that was at pain. Instead of the victory, actually, he ended up lamenting, "My daughter, my daughter, what have you done to me? What was supposed to bring joy and jubilation, it brought tears." And that is what happens. We want to test God when we are going through difficult situations, when we are not so sure that God can change our situation, and we want to give our own manner of promises. Oh God, if you do this, I will do this. God, if you do this, I will do this. Oh God, I want to be so sure that it is you. Let me tell you some things, sometimes God responds to you in the reverse. Our responsibility is to trust God with the whole of our hearts, the whole of our mind, the whole of our soul, and the whole of our strength, knowing that God rejoices in the well-being of his servants. We don't have to um untwist him in in any way. We just need to trust God that he will act on our behalf. I remember a time I was in a very tight situation and I was trusting God to come through for me. And I was there praying and I was telling God, surely if you are there, prove to me today that you are there. Let me see you come through for me in this particular situation. Oh, I prayed. I prayed. God, I want to see you. I want to see you. And uh, I reached a point where I actually said I will never pray those kind of prayers. Because what happened? I remember I was in my office. I normally have some prayers, especially on Mondays. And I was praying with my prayer partner. And that is the time I was called by wa- my wife from home. And she told me we have a problem. What is the problem? When I was just uh, entering the compound, some dugs accosted me. And let me tell you, they have come into the house. They tied everybody. And then they started packing whatever variables we have in the house. Where they take them, they are packing them in the car so that they can carry them away. Then, out of nowhere, a friend of ours who had not visited us for quite a long time decided to pay a visit. Actually, he said he felt a burden to come and visit the family. So he came and what did he do? He came and parked his car right outside the gate, broken the exit. So this latter, the Nugs who are armed and who are doing all this, miraculously and out of nowhere, the vehicles, rear Wheel, started getting off the pressure, I'm telling you, it became flat. We could not explain how it happened. And when my wife called me telling me all this, I could only hear that voice telling me, now can you see me? Now can you see me? Now are you sure that I am there? We should never test God with evil. We just need the faith to believe that he is with us. We need the faith to believe that he is the one who is controlling the very breath that we are breathing. We should never try to untwist God through testing, through vows, through promises. We just need to fully surrender to God and believe that he is and he will help us. That reminds me of another sister who was sharing during our fellowship this week. And he was telling how at one point, he told God, I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to be so sure that it is you. And they were traveling with the family in a car. Then out of nowhere, the car lost control. And Lord, eight times. But somehow the only thing they cannot explain is that they were in space. They were not, they were never touched by that car when they came out and they even had small children. Not even a scratch appeared. And she could hear asking, she could hear God asking her, Now have you seen me? Have you seen me? I don't know where you are tempted to test God. Let us fully surrender And I don't know whether there is a better way of finishing this than with the Lord's Prayer in the book of Matthew chapter 6 and from verse 9. This is Jesus who advised his disciples and told them, this is then how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. It is not our will, but Lord, let your will be done in our situations. Let your will be done in our families. Let your will be done in the things that we are trusting you, even here on earth as it is in heaven. My brother, my sister, I can encourage you that God's will for you will always be perfect. Let us pray together. Lord, we are grateful because of encouragement we have received from your word today. I thank you for reminding us that your will is always perfect for us and we should never seek to untwist you We should never seek to test you in any way because we can be so sure that even the very breath in our nostrils—it is you who is controlling it. And I pray for my brother and my sister who desires to see your interventions in certain areas of their lives, but they do not know how to go about it. I pray that you may show yourself strong, mighty, and gracious on their behalf, and that you may grant us the ability to hold on, believing that you can see the end from the beginning, there is nothing that will happen in our lives that is outside the scope of your will. I thank you because we are going to make it strong. Not because we have the strength or the ability, but because the Lord within us is mighty and he holds our future in his hands. Thank you for, te- for, to, for teaching us the topic of testing you. Help us never to put the Lord our God to the test. We love you, we honor you and we bless you. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I appreciate you being together with me and you being part of this particular fellowship. May God bless you and may God refresh you. Have a fantastic weekend. Tomorrow we do not have a live broadcast, but we shall have a pre recorded message. Take time to watch it and God will bless you. Have yourself a beautiful day ahead. Thank you. Just to this show the for show.